Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mesachas Erevin, Parake, Mishnah Gimel, and Mishnah Dalit. And today's Mishnahs are being learned by Schosser Shlom Zalman, Vizugasa Marasiet, Vachayat Chalotzeim. They should be given to the Sachat Slachan Siat Nishmaya, good health, Parnas of Shafan, Kol Tov Sela, and Mesachos Estabas Rachel, she should be Zachar to find to receive a Hagon Bekarav Mamish. Now, yesterday we had learned that according to the Chachamim, if we have two cities that are right near each other, and all we have to do is add a Karpev to each of them, and then they would be literally right next to each other, so then we consider them like one big city and not two separate cities, and the would be measured from the outside of both of these cities. Now, what is a karpev? So, a karpev is an area which is 70 and two thirds of an ama, which means, in essence, that if there's 141 and a third amas in between these two cities and no more than that, then they're really considered like one large city. So, now we have a similar halacha. Mishnah Gimel tells us, We have three villages arranged in a triangle. It doesn't have to be villages, it could be cities. We have these three areas arranged in a triangle. So, if in between the two outer ones, there's 141 and a third amas. So then, the middle one makes the three of them as if they're considered like one city. So let's try to understand this. And again, if you have a picture in front of you, that's going to be the easiest. But if you don't, so pick up your right hand and just raise your two first fingers in the shape of a V, like a victory sign. So at the tip of your forefinger and your middle finger, we have two villages. That's villages one and three. And at the crook of the V, meaning at the bottom of your fingers, that's village number two. So we have these three villages arranged in the shape of a triangle. So number one, which the Mishnah did not say, but it's very important, is that in order for this Mishnah to work, there isn't allowed to be more than 2,000 Amis in between village one and two, or three and two. Meaning village two, which is again at the bottom of the V, is not allowed to be more than 2,000 Amis away from the other villages. So now that village two is within 2,000 Amis, what do we do? We imagine that we slide village two all the way up and place it right in between villages one and three. So now we're imagining that these villages are actually arranged in a line. So here's what the Mishnah came to tell us, that if in between village one and two, there's 70 and two thirds of an Amma, and in between village two and three, there's 70 and two thirds of an Amma, so that means that we have 141 and a third Amas in between all these villages, and all these villages are considered like one big massive village or one city, and the Tchum is gonna be measured from the outside of all of them, which means that in real life, we have this triangle of cities, and we draw a square around the entire thing. As we learned in the first mission of this parak, they're always going to draw a square around the city to make the borders of the city square or rectangular. And then we're going to measure 2,000 amas from outside of that square, making the tchum of these three cities quite big. Moving on to Mishnah Dalad, how do we measure the tchum? So obviously we're going to use a measuring tape of sorts. Question is, what type? What company? How long is it going to be? So the Mishnah says, We only measure the tchum with a rope that's precisely 50 amas long. Not less than that, not more than that. If the rope is less than 50 amas long, so then the two people that are measuring the tchum might end up stretching it too much, and then they're going to end up measuring more than 2,000 amas. And if the rope is longer than 50 amas, well then the rope is pretty heavy, the middle of it's going to sag, and they're not going to realize that they're measuring less than 2,000 amas. So the rope has to be precisely 50 amas long. Furthermore, a person only measures by their heart, which means the two guys measuring the tchum, one guy doesn't hold the rope by his head and the other by his feet. That way, they're not going to be measuring the proper distance. Each guy holds it by his chest, by his heart, and we're assuming that these people are of average height, and therefore that means the rope is going to be basically the same height, and this way we're going to get 50 precise amas with every measurement, and then they do this a number of times until they reach 
reach 2000. Now let's say he's measuring the tchum and he reaches either a valley or a stone wall, which means the ground either dips in or there's a mound of sorts that he has to go over. So he could just swallow it in and go back to his measurement, which means he doesn't have to measure the slope of this valley or ditch in the ground or measure the slope of this stone wall. As long as the width of the mouth of the valley itself or the base of this wall itself is not more than 50 amas, so they simply just measure across the entire thing, and they don't count the slope of this valley or stone wall. Similarly, Higiel Ahar, let's say he reaches the mountain, then this mountain could be a very big hill. He just swallows it in and continues going on with his measurement. Once again, this is referring to where the base of this hill or the base of this mountain is not more than 50 amas wide. So even though it might be very steep and he actually has to climb 50 amas to get to the top of it and go down another 50 amas to get down to the bottom of it, since at the base of it, it's only 50 amas, that's just considered like 50 amas as part of the tchum. It's not considered like 100 Amas, like in our example, where he has to go 50 up and 50 down. However, the Mishnah clarifies, as long as he doesn't go outside of the Tchum, meaning let's say this is a very long ridge, and the base of this ridge within the Tchum is more than 50 Amas wide. But if he walks a little bit out of the Tchum, meaning he follows the ridge along the way, it actually narrows out to being 50 Amas, that he can't do. He has to stay within the Tchum. So let's say the base of this mountain is too wide. The Mishnah tells us, if he's not able to swallow it up in his measurement, again, which means the base is too wide. So what does he do? With this situation, I heard that we're supposed to make a hole through the mountain, which means we imagine as if we have a really long drill bit, we're able to make a straight hole boring directly through the mountain, and then we measure the tchum like that. So let's say the base of the mountain is 75 amas wide, so that mountain takes up 75 amas of the tchum. Now the question is, practically, how do they measure that? They don't actually have such a long drill drill bit, and for sure back in the day they didn't have all the fancy instruments that we have nowadays that were able to measure what the base of the mountain is. So what they did was as follows. The two people measuring the tchum would swap out their 50 ama rope for a 4 ama rope. One person would stand at the base of the mountain, and another person would walk up a couple amas up the slope of the mountain. The person below holds the rope at his chest, and the person above holds the rope at his feet. So we have now a straight line of four amas. Then, the person who's above, he stays where he is. The person who's down below now passes the person who was just above him, and then they do this measurement again. Now the person who was above, who's now below, he moves the rope from his feet to his chest, and the person that was below, now is above, he moves moves the rope to his feet, and so on and so forth. They measure these four amas in a step formation, and that way they're able to see how wide the base of the mountain is without actually measuring the slope of the mountain because they're constantly measuring in a straight line of four amas. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Hay and Vav. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.